Welcome to Haifa Stream Greenhouses. This podcast has been prepared for you by Haifa Mother Greenhouses Task Force. I'm Juan Manuel from Haifa, Mexico. And today we are with Janus, a senior commercial agronomist and crop advisor at Haifa Northwest Europe, located in Poland. In today's podcast, we will talk about simple action to help you manage a better stock solution when mixing fertilizers. Uh, thank you, Juan Manuel. Hello, and thank you for listening to our podcast. My name is Janusz Wesowski, uh, and I'm, I am a commercial agronomist, and uh, I live in Poland and Haifa Northwest Europe. The subsidiary office is located in Belgium. And uh, as you mentioned, Juan Manuel, our topic for today will include tips for making a better stock solution in your fertilizer tanks. And we all knew the basis that we cannot mix together calcium and sulfur nor phosphate due to precipitation in the tank blocking the irrigation system. And for that reason, we are using three separate tanks. Tank A for a calcium, tank B for a phosphate and sulfur fertilizers and tank C for acids. Uh, and even then, uh, when you have different separate tanks and you think that you use every fertilizer correctly, we still can see farmers face unexpected challenges. Okay, in the Janus, uh, we, we see it across many regions. Will you please share some tips with our listeners on how they can solve or even better avoid such challenges? Uh, well, first, it's very basic and very easy that you need to steer the tank solution. You need to steer the tank solution for better solubilizing of the solution. Because in many cases, farmers are using electric steerers to easier they work. Uh, the badly mixed solution can easily lead to a layer of sediment at the bottom of the tank. And this is interrupting water flow and reducing the fertilizer concentration in the solution. Uh, Janusz, uh, we, we often see mixing tanks in remote uh, location having no electricity. What will you recommend in such cases? Okay, uh, normally in a, in a greenhouses there's no problem, but sometimes you have an open field, a fertigated area, and then, yes, you don't have electricity. Uh, I remember once I visited the grower and he was mixing the solution using a shovel. And it took a lot of time and energy for him and he was looking for a, for a better solution. So what we did was to provide him with an uh, adductor nozzle. It's also known as a jet pump or a venturi pump. And it is a very simple plastic device. You can easily connect it uh, to any water hose and it is creating a strong turbulence at the end of the hose. This is leading to a much faster, better and easier dissolution of the fertilizers. Okay, uh, I think it's a great solution. I like the fact that it's cheap and simple, making it easily available for any farmers. Also, uh, need to mention that it's very important uh, not to add the whole sum of fertilizer at once, but uh, rather to slowly pour, it's had the, the water pressure dissolve the solution. Correct, yes. In my work, I often meet farmers who ask how 
can they uh, increase the concentration of the fertilizer in the solution? Mostly for technical reason, in your opinion, what advice will you give to these farmers? Uh, okay, the, the standard concentration in the tank, it's a, it's a 10%. Uh, we are making the, the concentrated uh, stock solutions. If you want to make a higher concentration, it is possible, but it can be tricky for many reasons and uh, it has really harmful potential because it really depends on the water quality in use. Depends from the nutrient, from the requirements of the crop that you need. It depends on the pH and also the other factors of influence. And first thing uh, you will need to do is check if there are no precipitations in the tank. Because if you create 20% uh, stock solution, it can lead to the precipitation. If it's really happened, then you need to maybe go to the 15% or 12% because it is not always possible. Second, what is also important, you need to know that there are differences between different fertilizers coming from different producers. Or even from the same producer, it might have different physicochemical composition. I give you an example. For instance, um, at Haifa, we have two different potassium nitrate products. One Multi-K Fast has a pH level of 4 and another product Multi-K GG has a pH level of 9. I have even seen a potassium nitrate producer declaring pH anywhere between 3 and 11. So you never know what is the, the, the pH of this product. So farmers should be uh, careful, use quality producer only and properly check solubility before taking such actions. Thank you, Janus. Uh, actually, a pH is another critical thing to consider when making fertilizer solution. Do you have some words of advice regarding a pH? Mm, yes, mm, I have uh, another example, mm, another story uh, regarding pH. Uh, I came by a farmer who was uh, regularly dissolving uh, MKP, the, the monopotassium phosphate, but he has uh, recently changed suppliers and suddenly he started having precipitation in his tank. So we sent the uh, samples to, to lab analysis. Was the new MKP impure? Was the a different pH level? Mm, actually, we checked that everything was fine with the new MKP. And everything was fine with the old MKP. It mm, appeared that he was mixing fertilizer of two different suppliers at very high concentration of 20%. And making the same mix and 10% did not lead to any precipitation at all. So farmers should really be careful using high concentration because little changes can lead to a big problems. Better safe than sorry, okay? Uh, let me take you back to pH. How do you address pH management uh, when making stock solution? In, in my country, in Poland, for example, we have very high level of bicarbonate in our water. Approx uh, approximately 200 ppm, so it's about 3.5 millimoles, and uh, sometimes uh, it goes higher. And then uh, we need to acidify the water, usually using uh, nitric acid. 
and it is recommended to check pH every time we fill the tank and even on a weekly basis. Mm, and the pH value at the A tank, the, so in Poland it's the calcium tank, should be around 6. You should check the pH because it's uh, very important to not go too low in the A tank with the pH. So if you don't know what is the water quality and uh, you are adding extra acid to the A tank, you should not do this because it is better to have the higher pH than go too low with the pH in the E tank. But in the B tank, the phosphate, it, it should be uh, around uh, 5. If the values are higher, we need to reduce the pH level using the acid, especially if we plan to make a higher fertilizer concentration. The right pH should help reduce the chance of precipitation as a lower pH improves solubility. And there is a, another story. Uh, a farmer always used 5 liters of nitric acid uh, per tank. Over time he stopped checking the pH as he got used to 5 liter dosage. After some time he checked and found the pH of 4.5 in his A tank. Uh, and as I said, it should be around 6. So what happens was two things. One, uh, the stability of nitric acid is rather poor. The quality depends on uh, quality and time of storage. Concentration can be higher or lower, pending that uh, it is not uniform. 2.5 liter dosage was indeed for a full tank of 1000 liter of water. But the farmer filled the tank before being fully empty. So actually he was diluting uh, only 700 or 800 liters of water rather than uh, a cubic meter, a 1000 liter. So he was putting too much nitric acid and not enough water. So from time to time the pH uh, was going down. So, you know, my best recommendation is to always check the pH level when you are filling your, uh, your tanks. Thank you. Thank you, Janusz. Uh, this is really helpful information. Really, really helpful. Um, there are no shortcuts when making the fertilizer solution. Will you finalize by sharing, sharing a short summary of the top five rules uh, for making fertilizer solution the right way? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So you should not forget uh, to steer the solution. This is, it's, it's very important, uh, whether using an electrical steerer or a ductor nozzle, so steer the, the solution. Then don't go over the concentration of the solution without checking the smaller uh, pot before. You should make a checking in, the, in a small quantity. Then you need to know your water, check the pH level and bicarbonates frequently. Uh, also, what is important, and we didn't speak about this, is uh, keep it warm. And you need to avoid using uh, a water under 10 degrees Celsius. If your water is colder than that, first fill the tank to 30-40% and let it warm up to the greenhouse temperature uh, before mixing the fertilizers. Uh, and the last comes first. If you are mixing several elements, keep potassium nitrate to the last because the potassium nitrate cools the water when dissolving. Okay, okay.
good points. This is the conclusion. And thank you again, Janos, for these great tips. And thank you uh, for being with us at, at Haifa Mother Greenhouses podcast. And the rest of the audience, please uh, follow us in the next episode of Haifa Stream Greenhouses. Thank you. Thank you, Palma.